What if business could be fun? This podcast is for people who no longer want work to be a four-letter word. It is a comedic look at the myths of work, life, and balance, where we expose the kind of thinking that sucks your will to live, and we replace it with powerful, easy-to-use tools so that you can shift gears and laugh about it all. The only requirement to listen is you need to be human. Hello, I'm so excited. Welcome, welcome. This is Still Human with Kathy and Elaine. And we have the most amazing guest today, Terry. I can never say your last name, so I'm going to let you say it. Um, But I just want to welcome, if you're new to us, we started this because we wanted to pull back the curtain behind coaching and what it's like to be an entrepreneur and a coach. Oh, and a human. Hence the name Still Human. And Kathy and I created this podcast because we were like, I wish we'd known this. So if you're new to us, welcome. If you've been listening, thank you. Please share with a friend. And um, without further ado, I am going to have our fabulous um, guest, Terry, introduce herself. Terry, welcome. I'm so excited. Oh, it's so delightful to be here. Thank you, ladies. Um, So I'm Terry Cardula, and I am the owner of uh, a large counseling center as well as a coaching um, practice called Talking with Terry. Um, I'm a transformational life strategist. I've taken my 23 years of counseling experience, combined it with energy psychology, and then applied the principles of quantum physics to help women entrepreneurs expand and have bigger impact in the world. Beautiful. Gorgeous. That is so beautiful. That's the way you said that. Like, drop the mic. It gave me goosebumps. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And just in case you're new to us, Kathy Keegan, my my, my co-host. Yes. Ruff, ruff. Yeah, that was me doing my dog impersonation. Thank you. Oh, wow. That was great. That was really good. <laughs> I'm not even going to mute myself. He has a background in it's Because I have a... Which is great it's, because we all need... Me. Well, she and I met me because I have a large, I just kept thinking this woman is amazing. She's so delightful and delicious. And her mission is to stop needless workplace suffering. And God knows she's talked me off the ledge. I I was so impressed when Terry said that you own a, you know, a counseling session center. I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, I could just go through one by one because I wear my therapist out. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) So we're all three transformational ladies and leaders. And um, I'm so excited to dig in. Me too. So, um, and Kathy, you've done research, so you go first. (laughs) Well, you know, we were, we were just uh, talking about, there's a great article about Terry published a couple years back, um, that I found. And in the article, there's a picture of her skydiving. And so one of the things we were talking about at the very beginning was, um, you know, that's that we like to share stories of challenges and things that didn't go so well. And so my joke was, that went well because here she is. And <laughs> oh God, she started to talk about the two types of fear, and I want to hear more. So, Terry, take it away. <laughs> I know. So, there, um, so how the skydiving business came about was um, I was terrified of, um, of, uh, of heights. 
And I, you know, during my process, I learned that there was two types of fear. One is this loud, the, the sensation of loud noises. And the other one is the sensation of falling. And so I was like, well, technically, my, my fear of heights is kind of connected to a fear that we're born with. But I said, you know what, I want to, I want to push the, because not everybody has this incredible fear of loud, you know, t- you know, high places. So I decided that I was going to start challenging this. And it started with, you know, like one time I remember I was at a zoo and um, they had this like lookout area and it was like maybe three stories over. And I was like, I'm just going to get myself, I'm going to force myself to go to the edge. I'm going to force myself. Right. And so I started doing this and then it just started, I started climbing and climbing. And then I was like, okay, now let's, you know, I've done this, I've done zip lining, I've done that, you know, and then it just, it grew into like then going into skydiving. And so I've done it three times. I've, I love it. And so, um, I, I became like this adventurista and now it's like, I always just like to, to do adventures to just push the envelope a little bit. And you experimented. I love that. You know, it did. It was small experiments. You didn't start off by saying, I must test my fear of heights. Therefore, I shall sky skydive. You know, and this is we were talking about before yes. we got on that there's that space in between that sort of that's the practice. That's the discipline that are the experiments. And so you try those things and then you build up to that moment, which is just it's such a wonderful story. Yes. Yeah. So I just, I, now I'm addicted to adventure. You kept wanting to push the envelope. Yeah. I just, (laughs) well, tell us what, have you done zip lining? I've done zip lining. I've done racing, um, a NASCAR skydiving. Um, my next on my bucket list is to swim with sharks. I've done parasailing, um, parasailing about behind boats, parasailing off cliffs. I've done, um, I, um, I don't know, uh, glider rides. I've done, um, uh, oh my gosh, I'm trying to think of all the other things I've done. Like I, I do multiple every year, um, it's different things. So I, I just saw a meme yesterday online and this person was bragging that they got the first item on their bucket list and that was a bucket. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta start somewhere. Oh, and I, I think you do. Somewhere. You do. You do. <laughs> you do have to start somewhere. And you know, I was curious because one of the things that you had talked about was the fact that you early on had a moment where you realized you were called to this kind of work, especially the counseling work first before you moved into the next level, which is working with entrepreneurial women. Do you want to talk a little bit about mm-hmm. that? Yeah. So my story was real is, is really, um, uh, when I was in, when I was in high school, we didn't have count a peer counselors. I mean, we didn't have uh, mental health counselors. We had, um, um, just a career counselor. And so in my very early, early age, um, I was a sophomore in high school. Um, my good friend, she, her, she was the popular kid. Um, she got to pick, you know, some, six kids to be a, become and get trained as a, a peer counselor. So we did, we went to Washburn university. We did their like basically counseling one-on-one. Um, we had really intense three hour days and then we had refreshers every six months, uh, becoming a peer counselor. And it was, um, 
um, at that time where I was in charge of the fifth and sixth grade. And at one point, a fifth grader came to me and told me that her sixth grade friend was going to commit suicide that weekend. Her parents were away. And it was one of those moments in my life. It was like game changer. And so I got involved and we ended up, I feel like we ended up, I mean, we did, we saved this girl's life. And it was like one of those moments where I was like, I was going to become a cosmetologist or a private undercover cop in New York City. And, um, <laughs> and so my focus shifted <laughs> and I, yeah. And so then I became a counselor. So, but interesting enough, I feel like I did take my detective work with, with me because you have to like, when a, when a family or a, a person comes in, you are doing some detective work. What is, what is underneath the presenting issue? Cause it's never about the presenting issue. That's just yes. the cover, right. And you got to go never. under. And then that, that career led me to growing a very successful practice. It became owner independent. And as that became owner independent, I spent about two to four hours a month in that company that gave me the freedom to do what I feel called to do, which is really now having a big, helping entrepreneurs have a bigger impact, whether you're having an impact on 500 people or 5,000 people or 5 million people. Um, I'm just here to help raise the collective consciousness and the vibrations. And I think more than any time now, it is really helping us, you know, kind of dig back out of this fear state um, that we've um, got into in the last, you know, year to two years here. Oh my God, Terry, I, I gotta tell you, I, I liked you before, but I think I just fell in love. Like, I'm like, wow, I, 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 I just think that's amazing. Uh, you know, girl crush, girl crush. Wait a minute. There girl we go. crush. Mine's like mushed a little bit. I know. It's um, <laughs> no, I love that. And I, and I, I just, I just love that so much. And I'm, you know, I grew up in a very abusive, addictive, violent household and then I continued the abuse myself, three addictions, assault survivor. And I'm so grateful though, because I had so, I had the gifts of therapy, you know? Mm. And so I'm so grateful for all those angels that got, for every like bad person that was in my life, there was an angel too, you know? And that, the, I was learning my lessons. And when I was speaking on the college circuits, I know, I mean, I would be like, I don't know what you're what does that mean? I would get weird texts and emails and I'd be like, call me. What, what does this mean? You're going down or, or no, don't cut yourself. Call me. And, you know, so I, I know I, I had the experience of helping stop abuse and cutting and, and some suicides. Yeah. And I just always felt like, oh my God, I just wish this could be, we could have this language more everywhere. So I, I love that you're still involved in that and that you're also doing other things too, because I do love the therapy model, but I think sometimes it's like, oh God, there's more ways we can reach more people. Well, yeah, as I like well, to say, I, I, there's a modality for that. Yes. Yes. So good. Yeah. What are we I just found that there was a faster way. I was just saying that there's a faster way, you know, from the, the therapist's mind, I just, I, I kind of got annoyed with it. Um, you know, all the therapists out there are like, oh my goodness. But I just, I found that there was a faster way to get us there. And I, and I, one of my experiences was I had a client that, um, she got referred to me from a holistic doctor and she said, you know, Terry does things a little bit outside the box. And she'd been in therapy for 26 years. Um, she'd retired three therapists and then one was going on maternity leave. And that's when I got referred in. And I was like, and I just told this, I told her, I said, um, I said, I understand because the first thing that, um, you know, sometimes clients want to do is tell their story. And I was like, you know, that hasn't worked 
in 26 years. Um, can we try something different? And it was really interesting. We, you know, did something differently. And, um, you know, we had a total of five sessions. And on the fourth session, she came up and said, you know, this is my epiphany, da, 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 you know, and she was able to tell her story in like two minutes. And with no panic attacks, no, you know, none of that. And, you know, by our sixth session, we were like full and complete, you know, and I said, you know, we don't have to, because I love talking about the brain and how the brain gets impacted because we have these stories that get, create these neurological pathways and we can break those neurological pathways without talking about it. <laughs> this is an easier way. <laughs> right. And I think that I think that's that's so important because the discoveries that are being made now, fast and furious. I mean, so fast and furious that if you read some material, it's almost out of date immediately. But the fact is, there's a woman named Lisa Feldman Barrett who's been writing about emotions and how they are predictive; they are not reactive. That's how fast our brains work. They are incredible machines that we are only just starting to figure out about. And I just love the fact that you were able to, you know, the fact is a story is a cool thing, but when you're married to your story and you're hey, living, well, it's, it's one thing to tell the story, but um, I had to learn how to not relive my story when I told it. Yeah. Right? So it's one thing to tell it. There's another thing to sort of like I'm gonna drag you all through all the emotions because. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So true. I truly I believe that. You to clarify that our one stories... thing for Pete. Sorry, yeah. go ahead. Go ahead, Terry. Go no, ahead. I was just going to say that I think that, um, you know, one of the things is that I don't want to ever negate and say that there's something wrong or bad or that's that's not the point. It's like there's there's things that have happened for us. And those stories, those behaviors, those habits, those patterns, whatever that might be, that programming, it serves us to a point. And at some point, it stops serving us. And taking it forward is where it becomes destructive, right? But if we realize that that served us to a point, developmentally, it serves us to a point of getting us to the next level or whatever. There were some things that I did in my life that were not great, but it got me to a place that I was like, oh, awareness, insight. And if I took that further with me, it would have been destructive. But if I now embrace the new and said, okay, here's my new story. And I take on this new story to serve me for the next phase, right? That's where it becomes in a place of serving, right? So we want to use that story for what it serves and then disengage with it when it's no longer serving us in, a, in our highest in, our highest capacity. I hope you all heard that and please replay that because that is that is a priceless wisdom. It is priceless wisdom. I love that. You know, there's a book like whatever got you here won't get you there. And yeah. um you know, and I'm as a coach, I'm always like, you know, what can you learn from the lesson? Take the gold and let go of everything else. Yes. Can you get off the cross? Yes. We need the wood. Like I, I love that, you know, <laughs> so, you know, I'm a recovering drama queen, but don't you know? I don't understand. Um I had a teacher one time that was like, Elaine, you're so dramatic in real life, but on stage you're stiff. Can you like reverse it? And I was like, what do you mean? And it was great, great feedback, you know, when I was a young, young, yeah. but you know, going back, can you just, Kathy, can you just, 
a clarifying question. You said Lisa Feldman Barrett talks a lot about emotions and now they're finding that emotions are, you didn't say reactive. What did you say? They're predictive. Okay. So they're creating it. Our, Our brains are so capable that they can, that they're predicting what's going to happen. So that changes, that changes a lot of things. Um, and I've just been sort of sitting in awe of that and just trying to understand and watch myself and say, wow, how is it that I'm, that I'm actually doing that? But it's, it's really, it changes a lot of different, th- it doesn't change some of the basic things like breathing, getting enough sleep, good, <laughs> eating right, you know, Woo! it does change how we look at a lot of things, like how we, how we look at the law, how we look at uh, the way we hire people the way we think we know people. Um, There's a guy also, I did a class on uh, permission to feel, and he's been studying emotions. And one of the things you find out very quickly is you can't tell unless you ask somebody how they are feeling. That you think you know, and you may have an idea, but you don't know until you ask. Uh, And it's fascinating. It's just, uh, to me, just utterly fascinating. And what you're talking about, Terry, and you know way more. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, like, it's, it's, it's our perception, right? It's our points of view and our perceptions of those experiences, of those realities, because then our brain paints the picture for us, you know, paints the emotion, paints the experience. Are we going to react to this or respond to this? I mean, it's all, but it, again, it goes back to our perceptions and our points of view. Mm-hmm. Right. I love that. It makes me think of in the landmark forum, they talk about your already always way of listening. So mine used to always be, I can't afford that. Or it's not fair. Or what about me? I'm the middle child. I'm the black sheep, you know, whatever. I mean, we all have our conditioning and, um, but I've never heard it just put exactly the way you just said it, Kathy. So fabulous. Awesome. So Terry, what, Tell us what you're up to with your coaching. I know you have a podcast. Tell us what what exciting things you have going on. I mean, aside from skydiving, you know, wrestling. With I, on. I mean, I don't want to minimize at all the wonderful stuff you've already told us about. And I think you said parasailing naked. I mean, that's cr- that's crazy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, you know, um, yes, um, that's not on my bucket list yet, um, but I will consider it. Um, uh, um, yeah. So w- one of my things that in, in life is one of my things in my life is, is that I feel like I, 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 I play, I play um, hard and I work hard, right? Like I, was, I, I, you know, do both of those. Um, and so I am always inviting in play and, and um, adventure and adventure seeking in that way. And um, as far as the business goes, um, it's super exciting. We have, some, we have some really cool things that are happening that I, I'm not liberty to talk about it yet, um, but some really cool things are happening. And then um, as far as the talking with Terry, um, I'm continuing doing some one-on-one coaching or expanding our group coaching model, which is phenomenal um, at the end of this month, or actually at the end of when are we at? June. 
Um, we'll be launching out some really cool programs there. Uh, we during the pandemic, we were able to you know create a lot of more products. So we now have a total of five products that we have for our clients to help them keep in that high level, high energy, high creation, and constantly creating every day. Most of um, most people know about the law of attraction, but they don't. They're not implementing it in a, into their daily life. So I created a product to help them in, intentionally create every day, so that you can be having those phenomenal experiences every day. And then, um, yeah, the podcast is going fantastic. We've had lots of local and national celebrities on there. And so we're just going to continue to expand that um, as well um, and just have a, a bigger impact with getting people's messages out there. So if your audience is listening and if you've had a, a challenge, a barrier, or a block that you've overcome and you've created a successful business as a result to have a bigger impact on people, like this is your message. This is like your like this is my calling, and you're like ah, I, I my desire is to have a bigger impact. Those are the folks that we're looking for, um, just to have those conversations and um, and so that they can have a bigger impact in the world. That's beautiful. That's awesome. Thank you. And and Terry, what about yeah. what about adventures and play? What do you have coming up? I am doing this, um, and I forget what it's called. Um, you, you're in a, you're in a parachute. You're, you have a parachute, and you, then you run and you jump off the cliff, and you're like in like a little like seat. Um, so I'm doing that, um, and now that it's nice, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna book that. But I don't even know what that's called. Like, it's something. So yes, I'm. That's coming up probably in the next. The cliff so jumping. Maybe. Wow. And of course you're in, you're based in Colorado. I am. I'm based in Colorado. So you're, are you in Colorado? Yes. So there are, there are a few high places uh, available to you in order to do this sort of thing. Yes. So cool. Yes. I love it. I know. Yeah. You know, um, one of the things that we like to talk about here, um, one of the things that we also like to talk about here is, you know, how did Terry get here? And so we know some of that story. And I think it's also important yeah. to talk about how we try these experiments over the years, right? We try different things and sometimes they work and sometimes they don't, you know, um, and you find yourself in a place where you're like, oh, I can't believe this is happening right now. Is there anything you want to share in your journey to get here that um, that might apply to what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, well, um like, so just like things that like did not work out, that did not end well, are you talking about? Yeah, and how, and how, you know, you realized afterwards, for example, I was asked to go uh, teach some classes. And so I was helping my friend out and I had learned all the, the, the way he taught and what he wanted to teach. And I was standing in front of a room of people and I had not thought thought about the the level of person I was serving at that point and these were all very high ranking people and I did not cue into that cuz I was so nervous and so all of a sudden I just looked up and I looked at everybody and I just said am I 101ing you to death and the whole room just went and nodded their heads and oh my god you know when that happens you're just sort of like there's a part of you there's one voice that says i will never do this again 
And then there's another voice yeah. that's like, okay, well, we're here, so you got to carry on. So what's next? And so I did, and people ended up loving the class, and I got really great reviews. Yeah. But it, it, you, we walk into those moments, and I think it's important for us to remember that we, we will survive. It's like having a bad night doing improv. When you have a bad night in front of an audience, you suck forever. <laughs> yes. It's true. It's true. Yeah. You know, I think I've had a lot of those experiences. And for folks that know me well, they are like, I just kind of like, I feel like now I just kind of go with the flow because it's like, how can I mess this up? <laughs> um, you know, whether it's, um, you know, like my, my personal journal journey, journey of speaking, um, if you would have asked me, you know, 17 years ago, are you going to speak? And I would have said, hell no. Um, there's no way in, in this lifetime I would ever speak. And, um, and I got forced into it. I had a situation. Um, it's a long story, but I got forced into the situation. <laughs> it said Yes. Well, here's the thing. I got totally like, this, this, my, my previous boss came to me and says, Hey, would you be willing to give a small presentation to 10 people, maybe 20, 30 minutes about this topic? And I was like, I said yes to that. I said, that's what I said yes to. Okay. Well, apparently she went back to the school and they said, you know, they're like, well, actually the school loves it. They're actually doing this in service the same day. So this is, this is two days later, Wednesday, I'm speaking on Friday. And so they came back, they love the idea. They're like, why don't we have Terry speak for one hour I'm on a stage with a microphone with 115 people. Um, how does that sound? And I said, no, I did not agree to that. I agreed to this. And so anyway, so I, it forced me to step into this dang stage. And I was, uh, I was a hot mess. And I feel bad for the first 10 minutes. Anybody in that audience, if they ever meet me again, they're going to be like, oh, my God, I remember you. Um, and I, I bombed it. I mean, you know that there's that, that <laughs> saying that when you're nervous, your throat is in your, that your, your, you know, your throat is up in your, or whatever, your stomach's in your throat or whatever. Literally. Yeah. My. Flop sweat. I mean, it's flop funny. sweat where you're just like. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And I was like. And my, my voice was, I mean, I just felt bad for those people. I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, like I feel worse for the audience right now. Oh, it was horrible. It was horrific. It was horrific. And then what's interestingly that happened after that, I played a 10 minute video. I'm like 10 minute video. Okay, let's buy some time. And then I got to an interactive ex exercise and I had them do this real exercise, really profound. I mean, it was like profound. It took literally, you know, two minutes to do they're like, minds are blown. And then um, I just opened it up to questions. And I was like, and I just I was like, yeah, I nailed it. After that, I immediately, and my assistant who came with me, i pretty certain she thought I was bipolar that day. Like I, she was like, wait, you're up, you're down, you're like hot, you're what? <laughs> and um, so I immediately that day rolled into and um, assigned myself up to Toastmasters. And the funny thing about the first if anyone has done Toastmasters, the first thing that you do is is in the Competent Communicator book. It is called um, uh, Icebreaker. So you speak for two to three minutes about yourself. Icebreaker, yes. Um, for, yes. And so here's what my, here's what I look like. Okay, I have my yellow notepad, and I'm like this. Hello, my name is Terry Cardula. But you have to look up and look around, and then you go back down. 
I was born in, I mean, it was absolutely terrible. <laughs> and then they, they insult me even more by giving me an award. They give me like a blue ribbon. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that was the worst talk you've ever heard. Second worst talk. And they gave, they reinforced bad behavior. Like I was kind of insulted. Like they're like re trying to reinforce me being a disaster. <laughs> it was so bad. Um, but I continued this journey. I continued this journey. And um, by the like, I don't know, the last uh, one of the last talks, um, you know, I was I was feeling more confident about it. I was like, oh, yes, I have a talk in like 20 minutes. I got to go like, what am I going to talk about? You know, and it was it was completely fine. But it was oh, my goodness. So many life lessons from that, you know, experience of just working that muscle of doing yeah. something that's uncomfortable, doing something that you're resisting something. But at the same time, I think for a lot of us that are resistant to things in life, it's because we're being called to do it. And, you know, it's that inner knowing because I'm like, oh, I know that I'm supposed to be doing this, you know. And so it was that inner knowing that was pushing me forward. But I was fighting that bad boy all the way. Like I was trying to dig in, you know. Woo. So many, so many great, great things to unpack there. I, I love that of, yeah. I mean, I think we all, I know I, I have this inner turmoil because I, I resist doing my follow-up. I, I love what I do. I love teaching and coaching and speaking and just like some of the detail oriented tasks. I'm just like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm five, I'm five years old. And, um, and I know that part of that is I think, um, just like I, I want, I have a bigger mission. I know that I know I'm supposed to be on bigger stages and speaking around the world. And, you know, and there's just a part of me that's like, can I just hold on, you know, and, um, I know. so human. So I love that you shared that. And Kathy, Kathy, I did not know that story, but I love that. And I think that's a takeaway for all of us is am I one Oh one in you to death? What a brilliant phrase. I, that's where my improv training came in. Um, you know, it was just like, that's what that moment was for. And the whole room was like, oh, it was, yeah, it was, um, it was definitely a moment. And, um, and I think that's it. I think it's getting through those things and realizing that you're going to survive. And then, and then what I love, Terry, about your story is you found the nuggets right away. You know, you're, you're, yes. you're able to sort that of say, with training that, that came with training. And yeah, mm -hmm. and that's the thing, you know, I think that comes with training that we're talking about today. Right. We can learn. We have the ability to learn. We have the ability to rewire, to change the way we think, to reframe um, all those things. Um, Terry, you're living proof of that. And the energy that you bring is just brilliant. Well, and I think, again, like I love your podcast, the podcast called Being Still, because at the end of the day, I think we're human, we can be really hard on ourselves and we can beat ourselves up for not getting that, that piece done, not, you know, returning that phone call or whatever that might be. And um, at the end of the day, what is happening? At the end of the day, we're still human. We're still, you know, like there's been a lot of times when I'm like, oh my goodness, did I just do that? Like that was such a boneheaded move. Um, but at the same time, I just, my favorite word is next. 
And I'm on to the next, right? It's like, okay, 95% next. <laughs> like, sorry, not going to happen. Yeah. So great. Oh I'm a recovering so perfectionist. Love it. So, I love it. I love it. Mm. I'm a, I'm a recovering so sloppy perfectionist thing. and drama queen. So there's a... Yeah. <laughs> there you go. We all have our stuff, right? <laughs> we all have our stuff. And that's why we wanted we wanted to start a podcast because, you know, Kathy and I both have done the million dollar masterminds, you know. And I I I'll just I'll never forget the pain of like the first webinar not making and like I'm beating myself up and shaming myself. I'm in a shame spiral. I'm I'm gonna be a homeless cat lady, but with bags, but with cats. I don't know <laughs> sure how that happens, but you know. And then someone says, "Oh, well, you know, when you're first starting out, webinars don't make." And you know, just like all the little things that we don't know that we don't know that we don't know. And my experience with women is a lot of times we internalize it and we make it mean bad stuff about ourselves instead of like, oh, it just sometimes a cigar is just a cigar or whatever. So that's right. Yeah, it's true. Right. And, and yeah, you keep, you keep trying. And I, I, there's a time in my life, if you had told me that I would have been so mad at you (laughs) because I just, I didn't, it took a while to really understand that, you know, and I, and I remember having voice teachers, other teachers saying, do you have any concept of what it's like to be a student? Because I thought, that if you were, if somebody thought you were good at something, that you were supposed to be good at it right away. I didn't know about practice. I thought practice was stupid. Don't you just open your mouth and sing? And then you open your mouth and sing and nothing comes out. And you're like, what happened? Well, did you practice? What? You know, and um, I was in a circle like that for a long time. It was a vicious circle. And it took me a long time to break out of that and to just say, no, it's you're practicing a little bit along the way you just keep doing it over and over and hopefully it's something you feel called to do because that gives you the motivation to want to just keep showing up for it. Yeah. I love that. Anytime in our life that, and and I, I feel like, go ahead. Sorry. No, I just, I feel like we're always in either student path or master path. Right. And so when we're learning something, we're in that student path and then we eventually we, we merge over to that master path okay, I got this. And every time we're picking up something new, so we're always going between those two paths and we can be in them simultaneously with different things in our lives. And we're, we're still okay. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Love that. So much, so much wisdom people. So Terry, um, people do need to be in touch with you. Let's be clear about that. Um, the way you stand beside people and the way you, the way you help them and the energy and, and insight you bring. Um, how can they get in touch with you? Yeah, the easiest way is to reach out um, to my website. It's talkingwithterry, that's T-E-R-I dot com. All the ways in which we can connect um, are on there. And then for those that are interested coming on, I, I do a free call on Tuesday mornings for women entrepreneurs. It's a great community. We, it came out of the pandemic and it's really here to raise the vibration of individuals and keep them in that high place so that we can create more. And so that information is on the website as well. And that's a, a, some, a freebie that your callers can take advantage of. 
Fantastic. Hey, Elaine, there's something you help people with, and I think it has to do with looking fabulous on camera and also being able to tell the story, the story that you're not stuck to, but the story that is your brilliance. Ah, well, and allow that to shine through. Do you want to talk about, you've got something too. Well, sure. To share. I, thanks. No, I thank you so much. And I, I do love helping people work on their stories, stepping out of the old ones, creating the ones they want to tell and helping people feel really fun and alive and real and relaxed on camera. And then back in real life, because that is going to be a transition too. some of people are doing hybrids already and we're coming out of the cave and you might have to put on something other than yoga pants. Oh my God. So (laughs) the thought of that is like, I have to go back on my spin bike immediately after this podcast because I had ice cream last night, but that's a whole nother one woman show. Anyway. So yes, so I do, I have a program captivate the crowd and I have accountability groups and I work with people one-on-one because my mission is to help heal the planet with love and laughter and kindness. So we need we need a whole movement of people telling their stories and reminding that we all have more in common than we are, are separate. And um, so if you want to know more about that, you can email me at Elaine at CaptivateTheCrowd.com. I do master classes once a month. I'm going to be start. I'm going to start doing a clubhouse thing soon. So stay tuned. Cool. And, you know, Kathy, if people want to know about you and your fabulous, amazing coaching and, <laughs> and what I love about Kathy, is she reads a million books every week. She's always like, oh, I took this course. Oh, I, she's like the, one of the most inquisitive, curious people I've ever known. And but she has a sense of humor about it. And uh, she's really on a mission. Like if you are in if you work for yourself and your boss is horribly mean, that could <laughs> that could be you if you work in a office and you might have to go back to it and the thought of it makes you want to cry in your Cheerios or or maybe you want to stay but you need some reframing Kathy is your gal so Kathy you at Kathy Keegan Keegan Keegan.com with K's with K's Kathy Keegan.com and yeah I want to help those women who are so capable that they're taken for granted Those are the people, you know, who they're just so good. Everyone just goes to them for everything and they feel stuck because no one's listening to them. They want this person to just keep doing that thing that they're doing. Right. And so I want to help you guys. I want to support you and walk beside you and, and just dig into what it is you really want and get it. Wow. I dropped the mic. I just realized we have T with T talking with Terry, Kathy Keegan, K with K. And C with C, like, oh my God, we're like, we're like the alliteration triplet. Three best of years, no big whoop. We could go on the road. We could go on the road. That's our band name. Yes. I love it. Three must you, were you going to wear this, Mary? Oh. <laughs> Absolutely. I love it. I love it. Well, Terry, thank you so much for joining us. Yes, and I just fell in love with everything that you're doing and that you see ladies. And I want to come to your Tuesday morning thing for sure. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank Yeah. Yes. I think together, this together we can rise, you know? Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, bye everybody. Thanks for tuning in. See you next time. Yay. You made it to the end. Thank you so much for listening. We're so excited you were here. Feel free to reach out at stillhumanpodcast at gmail.com 
or Kathy at KathyKeegan.com or Elaine at CaptivateTheCrowd.com. See you next time.